0: Hey guys, welcome back to the to another episode of the the of I the Flag Talk Podcast. I like to
1: see we are
0: more people in
1: the room. Oh, well, they have been asking, arsed I said don't know But when Shims and brother, I come to the studio and we figure out what better chance to bring them in than a possibly football altering event in the formation of the ESL. So as so always you guys? your boy John, I hear. Are you with Jill. Who's we'll he? Yeah boy. Who's a good boy? Yeah, yeah, There's always all this play you going on right now.
0: Uh, I was better, you know. <laughs> you get all that, you know.
2: Brandon, was it good dog? Well you know I'm uh, no, happy to be here to find you meet all the person. And you know, I, I can't believe I'm at such a terrible location, Yeah. So right it right could right have been so much
3: better, you know? Definitely. Cheers! Hey, what's up dawg? Everything cool? Glad to finally be here first in studio. I am my channel with friend, Brandon, mm-hmm. Virgil, John, of the city. So that's what else the it mean by it? Um, no, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, sure you can't do different. No, 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 Now, now when you see you guys are on the weekend, you can become a... Oh, like that! Alright, 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 You
1: can become like, well. so, 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 so. so, as you guys know, we're here to talk about ESL. I was thinking, uh, does it even make sense to like, talk about the weekend's results, right? And it's like, no, I can't think of anything other than reformation yeah. ESL. Yeah. So, um, we actually decided to do this podcast and what I think is very good timing because um, true for Bricio Romano, of course, and whoever else, uh, we got updates from Paris who's the president of the formation, the ESL, uh, we'll be talking through some of the stuff that he's been saying, talking through what we've learned so far about it As well as like you know what's everybody's here's opinion So based on like Ozyra Friday what we have so far so there's going to be 12 fixed teams in it there's going to be the um, five big teams from England and Spurs They're going to be Juventus, they're going to be Inter, AC and going to be the three big teams from La Liga So that's the 12 set teams, they are trying to invite three other teams to be set 15 and every year they're going to allow five teams based on their performance in the previous season. I'm not sure if it's going to be domestic performance or if it's like UEFA for sure because I was reading for myself, from, um, Paris was saying that he was saying that he's going to use the UEFA. He don't UEFA to go away, that way he's saying. Now, I think he does, but he's saying that he don't UEFA go away and use that as a means of like judging who gets to join the following year. From that, those 15 is gonna be set, they're gonna get 325 million euros as a participation fee. <laughs> <Get> Christ show you hell. And basically your league performance is not gonna matter anymore other than if you're fighting for the championship or if you're fighting against relegation. And yeah. Um so rather off because we don't want to spend too long on it, though, each one of you are gonna give me like one minute, give me your thoughts on it so far. We could get the press comments after that, uh, just to you not know, keep the discussion flowing. So
2: we start from the side of Brandon. Was your thoughts on it so far? Well, I mean, I think this is the moment where football will probably change forever if this was to go through. I think this is just gonna cause such a, a drastic ripple effect that- Talk a little more to the right like, yeah. It was yeah. such a drastic ripple effect that we, we probably can't even begin to understand what it's gonna cause. I mean, the gap was already so big and there was an equal opportunity for everybody to try and beat the big teams yeah and able to go through and and you know they have teams like last time West this season you know challenge the yeah imagine how it must feel for teams yeah. like them. and then you know is it really going to give us a better quality of football that is really the question yeah i don't really
1: want to follow up on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
3: it um i personally don't like it um I agree. So it kind of strips away, you know, the fact that you can see the underdog, the fairy tales, and those stories kind of ripped away. You think back to um. It is a big one so <laughs> <laughs> You think back to two seasons ago when I actually knocked us out to the Champions League. I mean, as a Real Madrid fan, I was sad to see it, but that just plays into the part to the um the magic of the UCL, and that stripped away. Think of the um comeback against um with with you Think of the Real with PSG and Barca. All those things are just being stripped away from us because it's not the that feeling that the champions league is just stripped away now the big match feelings are stripped away now and um people say that well you're going to see all the big games being played every week now or something but how long is that going to last for that's just going to last for a few weeks and people are going to get tired to see the same big teams going against each other all yeah. the time. and um something about the players too they're going to get around into the ground because they're not going to they're no more quote unquote small matches anymore so all the players are gonna to have to be consistently clear I, I think that the youth players and the bench players they're not gonna get in their rotation minutes so they're not gonna get their time to, you know, shine and break out into um stardom. I think Rashford he broke out in, um against a cup game against Arsenal I think it was. So you're not gonna really get to see that anymore because 'cause they're not gonna be given the chances unless you're in a situation where you have tons of injuries and that's really what the way youth players are gonna to get to break into your squad. So, yeah, that's just kind of my quick
0: talk to me here, we, sir. We, we always know that it was Super League forming at some point. Yeah. And for some, for some reason, you know, just the timing of it and just the way they went about so it, I just know that the main concern was that because to have those 12 teams out there they found, they, they found in clubs the country to emphasize and the governing body, you know, they just gave themselves a kind of immunity through, against even if I'm looking at the, the other teams that have to join that Super League, but you know in the wide for any wife for gold looking, looking at the, um, principle against money, but realistically, it's really just money against money. Yeah. It really, it's really, another big owner Just trying to trying to take down your wafer right now. And the as I say, the only, the only problem that I see really with this is the whole exclusion and these teams that some of them some of them in, in this in this twelve really are no merit to even be there. And for them to just say that okay, they they the in they are the ones in this league. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. They, are, they are the ones they are the ones in this league and you know there is no what that because you're looking at you're looking at um this whole body that this whole crop body of UB for that. You're looking at Champions League, you're looking at Europe League, you're looking at all these small rooms looking at this season of oh, all, oh, this season right now is a season that that so out the ordinary we see in teams like yeah. big teams might play Europe League next season that we covered Juventus might be playing. You've seen Leicester and West Ham, they might be pushing for Champions League. Yeah. And those Champions League nights, you've seen a lot of teams, you see a lot of teams who used to be in over Champions League, their goal is to get back. You see teams like Ace are trying their best to get back in the Champions League. Look, yeah. Imagine next season to see certain big teams back in Champions League. Yeah. Even looking at teams in the, in the competition like Arsenal. A big goal for Arsenal is to get back in the Champions League and see the team back, back in that level. Yeah. But right now it's just like, it, it making certain teams come off as well. I don't want to play fair anymore, I just want to be able to be, be involved and be considered a big team so I just want to be here for everybody else and then for the bigger ones there that have the money and have the financial backing to them we look at it, to them we just make it, them come off as okay, we just don't want competition, we want to cement ourselves as big dogs in this, in this game and we don't want nobody else to touch us, we just can't take our feet and can't take our I just want to say
1: though, Oliver Cowdery has strong there and it's very hard for me to fall on that way. Just so people can't the airway John Boy. I think it was nice <laughs> Yeah, played out of the court. i do not know where. away But I want to For it. Unfortunately, my club has not been in terms in power, right? And that's for a lot of reasons. Poor squad planning, poor appointments of managers, that kind of thing, right? What is it?
3: <clears throat> Oh, that's a lot of stuff. I'm I like I like
1: But here's what I would say. Before I even talk about the EFL, though, is that back in 2005, UEFA and what they did with financial fair play made certain promises to clubs that you don't have to worry about teams spending beyond their limits. That you don't have to worry about being so far behind that unless you spend a certain the money they are left behind. And in good faith and in that knowledge, I unfortunately have been part of a club that spent the better part of the last 15 years abiding by those rules. And because we and I have a, I had a manager, sorry, of us when Yahoo, who we associate with a certain behavior and, and class and whatnot that he never pushed those boundaries and never had an owner who was willing to push those boundaries either. So because of the rules that were in place, those were part of and those are not the only reasons why. Part of it was when there a client, part of it was post-cut plan, but that also was in hand a lack of financial expenditure. My point in all of this is is that while I do not necessarily like the structure of the ASL, I don't think, and I don't like the stance that UEFA are taking that they are this high ground in this whole thing, you know? Because like, well, we have no basketball fans here, so we can say this stuff. <laughs> it had years that we associated corruption with UEFA. We have years of associated match fixing in UEFA to fix it, the storylines. Like, okay, I'm not saying that we will go into combat, right, though, but it had a game where we play in Barcelona, Champions League and we are winning on aggregate. And then my player gets sent off wow. for a second year long because he didn't hear the whistle in a long stadium kicking the ball after it up. What is that though? It had the famous one, to started from red yeah. when went away instead of scoring and am and, and it was a this This competition and this, governing body, and normally they start with FIFA, but this governing body has so much corruption associated with it. I yet want to come on and talk about greed and whatnot, when they have benefited the most from greed over the last couple of years. The Premier League was founded on Hugh sky, uh, and they decided to cut off a bunch of teams and started this premier competition to make more money. I, I, while, again, I, I say that I don't like the idea, like, again, I'm an for, I am benefiting from this, right? But at the same time, I would have rather my club win Europa League this year and I qualify and I felt the joy of that we earned it again, right? But at the same time, as much as I want my club there and I don't like it, all the other structures now, I get why clubs like my club decided it's time to veto UEFA, it's time to veto the Premier League. And I don't necessarily like to be somebody who wants to rely on storylines and relies on drama as uh, an excuse for why my club isn't achieving thing. But I've seen this season some of the most crazy referee decisions that every time my club look like a game of momentum is something happening. And then now I look at certain other clubs in Manchester. We're already yeah, we're <laughs> a club know, <laughs> where some of these kind of I'm are for them now. And, and what I'm seeing is, is that I don't trust the way that it's on the government bodies are now and I think that at least with that with the ESL, that is somewhat of a common goal rather, or a common, more even playing field. There, because the interest is a level between all of them, because all of the clubs are basically invested in this league. It's not about them qualifying anymore, they own the league. So, they need to see a certain quality coming from the league. And Perez has already spoken about taking second refereeing. He says it's going to be like the, um, like the US style, where the referees are going to be given mics and they are gonna be actually speaking and people are gonna hear the music. Sister jobs.
3: Why does we don't have that, dog? I think that's probably the best thing to come from.
1: Yeah, and uh, also the other part of it too is that clubs like my my club in particular benefit from the huge financial outlay. Like, we don't have Roman. We aren't the biggest club in the world. We don't own own by a nation, dog, you know? What?
3: (laughs) A lot of oil. (laughs) A (laughs) lot of oil, exactly, you
1: know? So, I, I, all in all, and uh, we get into to uh, various comments just now, I do think, I don't like the idea of people being able to join not on merit. I agree 100%. I'd rather my club recognize the finals though and uh, we qualify, but at the same time, I see why they want to cut out these bodies that have been corrupt, have, have dealt raw hands to a lot of teams over the years, and at the same time are benefit the most from the financial input that they are getting. UEFA gets the majority of, of the profits anyway, you know? And by doing this, and as long as it is successful, and I really do think it will be as long as they go through it, they're going to kill UEFA. I don't yeah. see Champions League so yeah, 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 Like, the kudos to Leicester and West Ham and to Sassulo and these clubs. Nobody's going to tune in the Champions League, you see them, You know? There's talk about people wanting to throw these teams outside of the leagues. Love. we can't do that. So nobody's going to, the Premier League has its viewership now because of the big six and whether we like it or not, it's the fact that Sure now as a Premier League fan, I'm not talking about it right there, you know, you know, this alright. but sure as a Premier League fan, I might tell you to watch Bullion versus West sound though. But if you think I was doing that if Arsenal wasn't in the league, then what I was really watching it for though, because yes. you tune in because you are interested in the league because of the quality of team there. But then now if you're removing that quality all of a sudden you're looking at a, a, a leaders like of rdvc level with with all the respect to them, you know? So, from the front, right? yeah. so Yeah. All in all, I'm not a hundred percent against this. I I am not. Because I can't say that I, I side with Sky and FA and, and UEFA because they've done so much wrong. And truth is I, mean, I feel like my club has been on the side of so much as wrong. But I also don't necessarily agree with the automatic qualification and necessarily you're that they're out with it. That being said, we can get into someone of these comments now. Uh, we can discuss it. First off, they said she was not invited. <laughs> they haven't spoken to German clubs. They are 12 clubs as of right now and we won 15. If PSG and Barry's refuse the competition will not be cancelled. That being said, what are your guys' thoughts on completely, like as of right now, vetoing two nations? Two nations that are considered two of the bigger nations in, in world football right now. You know, would you? Well, can't speak so, can't speak so much about the French league, but I feel that
0: you see the German league, a lot of quality being left out by you know them leaving them out. Because we know that. Again there's a lot of there's a lot of millionaires right now just going after and who don't like who and who don't like who and who it's so crazy right now. So you understand you understand when you listen to more like his comments, you understand, you know, where this whole backlash of them just spill not all the information really coming from. But there's not so much quality in those other leagues and I feel like that was super league really go forward with just the nations right now, with just the English English, Spanish and yeah. Italian. I feel like they need a lot more, a lot more to convince people because look at my wrong, the idea and where they're coming from and as you just, think that you said, all I agree with the idea right, but they need a lot, a lot, a lot more backing from other nations to get, to get this all around yeah. running and look at my wrong, it's not a case of the idea terrible but they really the service reality, the reality to, to, a lot of those other gloves Yeah, what you Um. Well, I think it's
1: going
3: to be a success and like I said, it's going to be all the big teams for right now, but it's just going to be a matter of time before the rest of the teams decide to join in. Because I think in Paris' comments, he said it's an open league, so it's not a close thing to just his big 12 teams or big 15 teams. He said, oh anybody could join. And it's just going to be a matter of time before other teams start joining, because all the super clubs are going to pull all the money away from UEFA. And all the sponsors are going to go with UEFA as well. Like a Heineken and Leeds, those guys you see half halftime in the Champions League they're gonna follow suit and that's just gonna take away a lot more money. And those smaller clubs are gonna see that and they're gonna say they're gonna just be squeezed out and be forced to join the league by choice, by having Sorry, by not having enough finances in the um league and stuff and all the sponsors are just gonna go. So
2: that's just how I think that's it that. Yeah. Yeah, well I think um well with the strategy one teams they are fifty one. their fans are fifty one percent of votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I mean they they are decided. You know that they don't want to join this I think they see the values, and you know they they, they have history of, of of autocracy, and they know what it's like to be under that kind of regime and stuff. So I think they're never gonna mm-hmm. join. I don't think any team. The only team I can see from Germany going is probably Leipzig, because they are more like a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe that might get there as well. I mean, it's it's not even it's not even about meritocracy. It's just taking all the the whole thing about it, I'm surprised PSG wasn't uh,
1: was to come. you know, I mean, of all the teams, PSG wasn't asked to come Super League. So, I think with PSG that is a mild conflict of I interest mean, because I think that PSG owner has an actual direct contract with be waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, like, as that contract exists, he can't really break it. But then, I mean, you never know what So, more of less comments. Football was evolved, like, everything in life. Football has to adapt to the times that we are living now. Football was an interest to the right to and we want them to be Super League the pandemic has given us urgency. So like before the rest the comments the a lot of the stuff was based on like the financial situation that it is right now, and based on the pandemic, this is kind of like what job them to go into this now. Football needs to change, to be more attractive globally. Instead of making the Champions League because it lost interest as it had in the 1950s, change comes, and even at the time, if you find wait for what gets it, but that's how football changes. The attractive thing is footballers become making big clubs. The value for television increases, more income is generated. It's not just the rich who won the Super League. We're doing it the same football because it's a critical moment. Um, he said that the Super League is not a closed league. It is absolutely not true whoever wins the final spot to be able to play. Um, but he said something right. UEFA is a monopoly, but it needs to be more transparent. You want to save football for the next 20 years. It is in a time of serious danger. If you win, you receive $120 million from UEFA. But when the Super League team start to earn much more. And now that is a point I agree with because we have a team like Leon. Leon reached the semi finals last year and then this year went the deck. How it is that a team reaches the semi finals of the pinnacle of club competition and they are in debt like that doesn't coexist. How it is that you are the biggest competition and you are making so much money and yet you can't be able to share that price to, at worst case your fourth best team that year that you can have to the point that they had to they were willing to sell the pie, a player who I think is pretty good for ten million. Ten million you're gonna sell somebody like that just because they needed money though. Like that is terrible. Um, he says that it will become like a pyramid because we big clubs will have more money and we will be able to invest um, in, by buying players. And if the big clubs lose their money, as it happens, the whole system, football system crashes as with the Champions League. Um, what I think is going to happen, and you guys tell me your thoughts on this as well, is that the teams that, that participate, all of a sudden we're going to just see like, all the big players in the event flood to them. Like, I know right now FIFA is threatening to stop players from going to the move up, and but, um, as we end his comments later, like he says that that's not going to happen. And I don't think that will happen, I, I don't think that they could actually ban players from so doing that. But not that they can't, but I don't think they would. I think, like, FIFA stand Sandoz too
2: much. Like, imagine these people, these owners decided to just do all of this with no fans in the stadium, and you know what, it, it's almost like a, it's almost like a very, a very weird move, like, you know, they have, there's no response to it. It's like a power whole vacuum and they they don't have any fans to like actually voice their opinion on you know, uh, it's, you know? Mm-hmm. it's not at the end of the day. I feel like they kinda lose any thoughts about the money, you know. It's it's not just about the money, it's all about it's about the fans at the end of the day and you know, football continue as you know? so it's supposed it's to be. That's a they will
0: they time you know the two really off because again they bring up double fun and statements or whatnot, are not that true a lot of a lot of, lots of but you know, we don't know much are going on behind the scenes and there are there are a lot of a lot of big teams that you know it might not be sure but some of them really really suffer from the pandemic. I and mean, we know a lot of and even from you know for those those Spanish teams, they, they know a lot of a lot of those Spanish teams, a lot of rich history right now suffering daily because of the pandemic. And I feel like the all the everything that they say that they say respecting you know, all the funds are generated and whatnot, all that I understand. But it doesn't, the way the way they told them the statement just making it sound like, okay, you would rather put the money over the fans. Mm-hmm. And right now, before you make any decision, you have to get the fans on what mm-hmm. yeah. it You can't just drop this thing, this thing that, that just shake of the old football world and, and expect fans to just jump on board. It. Fans mm-hmm. have no idea that what's going on. Yeah. You just have all this time. You understand, these 12 teams, they, they don't make up football a lot of a lot of other quality teams, yeah. teams outside That Right now, it's half that being left off. Like, you basically would have been like, nobody want to watch how they play. Like, no, yeah. say nobody want to watch how they play.
1: We are, we are the ones that, that care in football on our back. I would say that, and before I show you I mean, people only want to watch them play when they play in the big sides, though.
0: Eh? Like That's that that why I think, that's why the league itself, like, one was believe was bound to happen.
1: But I would say, like with the Super League, why people say it, and should said this, is that people are going to get bored or say it, they the same thing play against each other. Now, the format is still like the Champions League, as well as it's going to have a five different event every year. You know, there is a possibility that the years could go by and like Arsenal could not play Real Madrid. You know, because it's a draw for the group stage, and who comes on the group stage, and who draws each other Not a So it's not like if is a league format where everybody is actually going to play everybody every year yeah. you know so i don't think that it I would set in soon i think it's setting eventually i think at that point they could revise it again uh, what i would have rather is that if you have a set 12 things fine but if they had more spots for more teams to come yeah so not just five but if you had a set 12 but then another 12 open you know, I had at least 24 teams. Yeah, it's still benefiting the big clubs who organized the league fair enough, but at least it still at a sense of a, a big enough window open for smaller teams to get into what is now going to become the premier competition in Europe. You know? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, going um, we'll, we'll back to what you said about only, we like they we'll get about 100 million for the winner the Champions League every season. Um, I'm not sure if I we'll have this 100% right, but I think the teams that get relegated in England get that as well. So this goes to show the kind of level of corruption you wait for. Is that I don't know. brought up a good point in his um interview he said he knows his salary for LeBron James he doesn't know his salary the president today. are you wait for, how much is he making? Where's the transparency transparency there? Mm, so fast, yeah. I mean when the news broke yesterday and said the football into meltdown, I think everybody kinda of was overreacting a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think now that Paris has come out to kinda of explain his plan and where he has going it should sway some people more to understand what he's trying to do and um like he said quote unquote save football but he's looking at it from a huge business point of view yeah. and not really from the fans point of view going back to what virgin was saying he can't just drop this thing on everybody and not have the fans on board because without the fans football is is nothing really and um so i think if he had probably taken his time with it a little bit more and slowly introduce the idea of it fan, people would have been more accepting on I said
1: rather than just dropping it just so just so everybody. Right. So more of his comments uh, I think after this like we start wrap up a little bit. Why U E F A final league is starting public? So he just said that, right? Um if we can start the Super League and all of us we will do it. We will do our best to start this year, we want to reach an agreement with U E F A find other parties involved, well. we talk to you for FIFA and not only. If we can't find an agreement with you, if we will not back down, if they want to wait to twenty twenty four to make reform, they can't wait. We will not be waiting. Um, he also wanted to say he wanted to say something else before. Just uh, um, after he's talking about much about more real Alright, um, uh, I I'm not But he did say. That oh right, Real Madrid and other Super League clubs will not be excluded from this season's Champions League, like, It what happened the the law protects us. It is impossible. possible. So I know that was a concern for other people mm-hmm. that if the Champions League going to have Basically, you know, like if all if all these Super League teams are going to be done, like just left PSG, and they would have before done as
3: much, uh, with California. Well, but well, I saw something too. They will consider bringing back um City Dortmund and Porto to replace um Madrid Chelsea and um, uh, the other team from uh,
1: Wow, wow, we're trying to
3: pieces in there, my man. If um, they got kicked out by, um, yeah.
1: They would have been who? They would have been, wouldn't they have still been Liverpool and Salaria? They would have been, no, they sort of would
0: have
1: I think it was Bayern, um, Dortmund, and
2: Porto, they were thinking of bringing back. Um, that's just why I saw. But, yeah, um,
0: I think it, it was. It was if if it's a case of they do that, they just had to find a way to just, you know, weave the way to make another Bayern PSG be final because everybody would still watch them regardless. Yeah. But. I don't think they'll kick anybody out. They don't have tax. Tax. They mean, uh, how, how how they've always picked to, to react. They really want
1: to a reactionary statement. They're not yeah. going to go as far as that. As well as, I just, I find it hard to believe that they'll kick out anybody from the domestic leagues. The family, because of. I just think that the financials will also be too great. Though. For example, look, nobody's going to play FPL after that. Though. And FPL okay. amasses 15 million users a year. Nobody is going to play FBL though, for a bunch of things. nobody cares to watch like that
2: though. I saw, I saw somebody say they're going to price me and I'm sure i be like I never
1: To be fair, I don't think I keep going, I didn't really like, think we're I'm like, actually, I know. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Now, no, you know, I wouldn't lie, I you know, part of me actually kind of excited though, because, like, no. I, huh? No. The, no, I, no, I, no, this no, was no, it for like, me oh, now, boy. No, 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 I excited for the point of view of that. I have seen my like um, uh, some fans come all the time that like, why croc you don't really? do really anything, why do you don't anything? Why you don't help us in this situation like, of oh, dog. The man is actually the chairman of this new legal. You can't say he didn't do anything. And I mean like he made he's part of this group of people that made this massive power move. And we've seen obviously in lesser ways, like this is probably the biggest power move ever since. The Premier League has been formed, and Sky and them had to do the whole TV right somewhere back in 1992, right? But we've seen, um, what's all that one of them? Oh, can't remember. Right, we've seen Chicago take over Man City, just and, and literally change the entire playing field up by buying different clubs and using them as feeder clubs for Man City, though. Isn't there some morality wrong in that as well, though? Yeah, I guess Right, one good, one. nice. <laughs> we've also seen Roman come in with Russian money and take over Chelsea. And at that point, he literally was helping buy the league, you know? Now obviously it's to talent, but a big part of it was buying the league though. He, no, they had enough money to come in to actually to the the to leave Arsenal that were at the peak of their game, to go to Chelsea, you know, who've yet to start to win anything. And my point is, is that it is not a new concept for people in football with money to try and change the landscape to their benefit. Now, again, I am seeing that this is the first time since 1992 that we've seen something of this magnitude, but it's not something that is uncommon, and then now, I objectively do not like it, but I can't say I'm seeing of as an Arsenal fan, I, I'm not excited at the prospect of finally being on the same spending field as all the other big clubs in Europe. That, is that I'm in the league with the most big clubs within the same league, you know? We have United, we have City, we have Chelsea. We have Liverpool, to some extent we have Spurs, right? No other league has six teams at, at that level. And with the exception of Spurs, the Spurs kind of fall in the same rapport to us, have the financial spending power that they have. For once, we are finally on the same spending field as them. And I also feel bad about that to some extent though, you know, like I, I get the competitive element and I agree with it. I want percent to agree with it. But I am here, and then I get one Sancho, and Chelsea, one Haaland, and this one, or that one. And then I here, I had a because I'm for like, though, because I we can afford them. You know, this level is a few for my team and for a club that has abided by these rules. In the same time period, that somebody gets take the court twice, somebody missed a chance for window. Somebody also missed a chance for window. <laughs> You know, you guys are on the other side of this. I'm on the side that my club did not try to push the rules and then when they were found guilty, just got a fine or just missed a chance for the end. day, we got the players we wanted and we won the leagues that we wanted. You know, I'm on the other side of that. I have seen that my club is finally trying to get a level playing field and I can't just turn my eye totally away from it and, and say that I'm not happy about that aspect of it, you know? Is that understandable? Yeah, well, I, Where, I didn't even
3: think about it from that perspective to be honest. I was thinking about it from, you know, my perspective, the 300 side of things, so I was not even thinking about it from, you know, the Arsenal Tottenham perspective where, you know, they're a little lesser than the big clubs and they finally get, you yeah. get boosted up and shot back up to the top where they probably aren't below, except Topham.
1: Yeah dawg, that is something I have a serious issue with, is that the only need to, I don't mind, we need to, a little fun, we're real hockey, especially <laughs> yeah. because of the WWE. I don't want to read. I don't I don't
3: like that read really, you know. that whole life after.
1: But, the thing I have a problem with is people putting Tottenham and Arsenal in the same <laughs> bracket though. First of all, Tottenham has not won a league since 1961. Like Second of all, Tottenham have not won a trophy since 2007 something like that. First of all, for all the shippers that Arsenal is dude oh and trust me I this is there's plenty though We have the third biggest brand coming out of England though. We haven't most trophies in, though, know, like most levels won on won TV, it was black and white. know, battle! Do not put my club! And a what from down own. this year, put, please! The, and, and,
0: one question I respect all these early the leagues. We know a lot of leagues have been the respected. They are respected, you know, in like competitions, They the cup competitions. And we know some of them have a lot of you know, reputation behind it, of you know, only winners get the X, Y, Z. But Karimo, the, the winner of the Karabakh Cup, what is even here?
1: No, yeah, is, is it <laughs> and this is the Karabakh Cup. And
0: this is my point. If they, were to, if they were, to, were to take that compromise and actually make all these other domestic cup competitions a route for small teams to get into the League, I would
1: have no problem with that. I would um, have no problem with that. So, last thing, I'm going up, so let this real fast and then we close up. Jose so, Mourinho know, left Tottenham because he didn't agree with lot. Yeah. I, I want not lie, I respect that stance a lot though. To, to, so not agree with it that they, they left his yeah. job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody who's had Jose Mourinho's club twice, so, you know, was on that? I mean,
2: I think Jose had a real tough job when he went to Tottenham, I think they were at the end of the city-pocheteers cycle. Yeah. And the club just decided to keep all the players and it was just uh, too big of a job for him in the end. I mean, a lot of people think he's finished, you know. it's. Uh- kind of it's kind of sad to see him in such a state because he was such a great manager at one point in time so you know i'm sure he'll be back any uh, job soon there's a new super league you never know when they might need a big manager to come and, and coach one of those, those players so, yeah. Yeah. If, if their managers go you know i wonder what it might be when the fans come back i also want to ask you something you remember when newcastle was going to get bought yeah, but it then, true, yeah it was true eh? do you remember there was a the big six who went to the Premier League? and told the Premier League to prevent Newcastle yeah, from yeah. and then after that, after preventing Newcastle from getting water, but it was like, alright, well, we're just gonna, we gonna press out, you know, or they could just hold very good.
1: and not up just late, last like, year, I didn't have a whole push for, like, a change in the Premier League, where, like, they had guaranteed Yeah, because big picture, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they were gonna get paid, part from profits and that kind of thing. Look, these power moves are always gonna happen, and there's a part of me that does think, you know, a very small part because i really do believe that this time they really want this to fully get yeah. but there's a part of me that thinks that this is just trying to push you if i get more money
3: yeah
1: right yeah. and i won't be surprised if they were to settle for that now what i think would have been a good compromise right, is that and i think they should have done this a very long time ago is that the top five leagues in europe should have been given more spots to the Champions league because yeah. they are more of that quality yeah and I'm not saying that your top six because I go straight to the You Yeah, your top four that goes five. Left fifth and six in the top five yeah. leagues go into the qualification yeah. rounds. Yeah. Because though, with all the respect, though, I, yeah, yeah, you know, kicks are funny. Well spot that property one draw in there, six losses, dog in the Champions League against Barcelona or something. Yeah. But they don't add anything to the league, you know, mm-hmm. though. At least this week it would have more um, Competitive element to the is big, you know. And I, I'm really surprised that they haven't moved it on but I guess this is just, you know, their way of totally throwing it out of the water. That being said, uh, we're wrapped up there, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on, it's definitely been a pleasure. And definitely won't be last, though. Won't be last, sure, though. So, yeah, it's your boy John. And I hear what all your fan favorites are fine. You know? Everybody asking these two when the top at some point, um, I think I don't want to show but I'm young Virgil, will be here in the <laughs> It's a boy, John Shims, Brandon, Virgil. Catch you guys next time. See you soon. Take it easy. It's up. It's up.